Welcome to another episode of Mama Earth Talk. I'm your host, Maris Ganal. Realizing just how much waste we generate on a daily basis, I've set a personal goal not only to reduce, reuse, and recycle, but to also educate the world about sustainability and how each of us can help preserve our beautiful planet. Thanks for listening. Let's dig in. Hey, crazy birds, and welcome to another Top Tip Thursday. Today, we are going to have a look at some of the questions that I've received in the last few weeks from you, crazy birds. I am by no means an expert or completely zero waste, but I try my best to create as little waste as possible. If there are any of the methods that I currently use and you know of something more sustainable or easier, please feel free to share it with me and I would love to update the crazy birds. So let's dig into the first question. How do I manage only to have one liter bin of waste every six to eight weeks? It surely did not happen overnight. We used to have a fairly large bin, about 25 liter bin that we had to take out almost every day. I started to become more aware on environmental issues and how bad certain items are for the environment. And I started to educate myself more on these issues. And I noticed a lot of the items we were using that could have easily been swapped out, like our single-use water bottles. We switched them out for first a larger dispenser and then we later got a water filter connected up to our kitchen tap. I also tried to find grocery items that are not overpackaged and invested in some produce bag or purchase or purchase it without placing them in single use bags. One of the other things that filled up our bin was food waste. This was food waste from any peels or scraps while prepping the food, as well as some bits and pieces that were left on the plate. I first save all the vegetable peels and scraps in a container in the freezer. Once the container was full, I would place it with water in a slow cooker for about 8 to 12 hours, squeeze all the liquid of the old scraps and freeze the liquid in an ice tray and use it as a vegetable stock when cooking. The remaining scraps would then be composted. We live in an apartment and composting can be hard at times. Not to talk about smelliness if you have to do it indoors. Therefore, I invested in a smart Cara and I have to say she has been a valuable asset in our kitchen. I try to reduce the amount of food waste we have and only use her about two to three times a week. Just remember, we are only two people in our household. This has allowed me not to have any wet food waste in our bin. I also recycle anything that is acceptable by our local recycling facility. And for the odd items that find their way into the house that cannot be recycled, I have started to cut them up into little pieces and place them into my eco brick. The eco brick, once full, can then be used as 
building bricks. Some countries have their own eco brick like system where you can drop them off and it's used in different communities. So since I started with my eco brick, we have been able to push our emptying of the bin even more. We also do not use bin bags as everything that get placed in the bin is dry waste. This is just some of the ways that we have been able to manage to reduce our bin size and the waste. This second question, what is your take on clothing or products made from recycled plastic? Hmm, this is a question that I have been asked about a lot in the past few months. It will really depend on a few things. The first, where would you get the plastic that you use for the products? Are you going to go out of your way to remove plastics from the ocean and the environment? Or are you collecting your bottles through engaging people to use plastic bottles and to reward students to collect the most plastic bottles instead of teaching them rather not to make the waste in the first place. What type of products will you be making from this recycled plastic? Every time that you place the item, for example, in the washing machine, it will release microplastics. Those microplastics will then go into the drain and then into the water supply, where it makes its way into our food chain as well as cause harmful effects to the environment. Therefore, in my personal opinion, I would recommend not to purchase clothing made from this, but rather other products that do not have to be washed very often. You might wonder about the clothing and still feel that clothing made from recycled plastic is a good option. And I will put it like this. I would really recommend purchasing good quality clothing that is made from organic fibers rather. That when you do wash the clothing, it will not release microplastics. If you were going to purchase an item that's made from a synthetic fiber instead of organic, then I would recommend to rather purchase clothing made from recycled materials as both of these options will release microplastics when washed, but at least the products made from the recycled materials are not made from pure virgin materials. I would highly recommend when you wash any item made from synthetic fibers that you place it into a guppy friend bag or to place a cara ball in your washer. Both of these items would be able to capture the microplastics during the wash and would allow you to remove it that it does not enter the water supply. Therefore, if you want to purchase clothing made from plastic bottles, I would really recommend to find out how are these items sourced? Is there a natural product that you could rather use? How often does the item require to be washed? And how would you wash them? Does the company educate their potential clients on microplastics? So as you can see, there is a lot of things that will make me determine if I would purchase one of these items or not. And I urge you to do some research before purchasing these items and do not rely on the manufacturer to provide you the facts. Ask questions 
and make sure you are aware of what you are purchasing and that it will release microplastics in the water supply if not washed properly. Question three. What would you tell people while shopping package-free in a store that is not package-free? Shopping package-free is something that I just love to do. It is always great for me to visit Cape Town and stock up on my supplies at Nude Foods. I spoke with the founder in episode 31 and you would be able to hear more about their store, how it operates and what they stock. However, we do not currently have a package-free store that offers non-GMO products in Dubai. Therefore, I need to do a lot of improvising. I normally go with a few containers to purchase meat, dairy, fruit and veggies are normally um, purchased package-free as I would place them in my produce bag or If there's only one item, then I would just have them put the label and I would pay for it like that at the checkout. There has been a number of times where I am told that I'm not able to shop without packaging and I'm often reminded that it is company policy not to sell it like this. I have on a number of occasions asked to see this policy or the manager and in some of those cases they ended up providing me with the package-free product. However, there has been a few times that they still refuse to provide me with the package-free item and that is where I have the opportunity to vote with my money and not to support the store and would normally not purchase anything from them and also not go back there. I also have a few reusable bags with me and a foldable trolley. Oh, how I love my trolley. I always have to remember to mention that I do not require any plastic bag when at the checkout as they automatically start bagging whether you ask for it or not. Some of the checkouts here in the UAE now have some dedicated checkouts only for people with reusable bags. I love these as they are normally not so busy and I find it so surprising that people just refuse to pay for reusable bags. There's also a few of the other products that I've been purchasing package free or that comes in a glass containers that I would be able to reuse again. So a lot of my staple foods come either in in glass containers that I would then be able to reuse I've also been able to purchase almond milk and coconut yogurt in glass containers that I actually pay a deposit for and is refunded when I bring the empty container back. So there has been some ways. Unfortunately, there is not a lot of places that sell non-MGO produce. Uh, So I still unfortunately have to purchase a lot of these items in packaging And therefore, I try to see which packagings I would be able to recycle afterwards. So I kind of look at the end of life as well before I purchase. So this is just some of my tips. And if you have any questions that you would like to ask, please do so. I love to hear from you crazy birds. I would like to leave you with my final tip for today and that is to do what you can and feel comfortable to start with. Living a sustainable life is a journey and not a race. 
that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening. You can find the show notes for this episode at mamaearthtalk.com. Follow at Design by Mariska on Instagram or email hello at mamaearthtalk.com. And let me know if there's a topic you'd like me to talk about. I love hearing from all you crazy birds. New episodes are uploaded every Monday with a bonus Top Tip Thursday every Thursday. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss anything. Mama Earth has a voice and it's us crazy birds.